0: hey guys and welcome back to another episode of food school smarter stronger leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better you know guys um i think more and more about how we human beings um just so creative and that gives us a lot of solutions and brings a lot of awesome things into our lives like we can fly around the world we can we can do so many things we can fly into space uh, right uh but also it can mess us up like we're so creative we decide to make all these different food combinations just because we can but we don't really have the science yet to say to tell us that it's good or bad for us. Uh, at some point, we will, but it's not that point yet. And that's why we have to rely on more on experience of our own experience of other people than on hard science, on hard studies. And so food combining. I can't say at this moment that it's a hard science. Like there are there are studies that prove that it is right. But from all the experience of different natural natural paths naturopathic doctors natural healers from all the natural healing clinics like clinics where you can fast and restore your digestive system your gut health by changing your diet your lifestyle Uh, from all the studies uh, of human evolution and also if we just look at the natural world what kind of foods we evolved with versus we created, Uh, from all of that, and also the results of people who, for example, combined all the foods in the wrong way, and then they started to combine food in the right way, and their health, their digestion, their food sensitivities, their uh, food allergic reactions, all of that improved, from, from all of that, we have this data on possible best food combinations for a human digestive system Um, so yesterday for example i finished i read it at some point many years ago that's why i'm familiar with food combining but now i decided to get deeper into the subject and to um To relearn, to review all the knowledge that I accumulated back then. Um, So, yesterday I finished the classic uh, in the genre of uh, food combining by Herbert Shelton. You can uh, Google look uh, his book up. He's like, he was the pioneer of food hygiene um, and natural hygiene in general like one of the pioneers of the movement but he specifically focused a lot on food on making food a part of hygienic practices or practices that basically support our human health that create the conditions to support our human health naturally so our body has all the tools it needs to correct all the imbalances or possible um health problems to correct them, to prevent them. So uh, natural hygiene is all about providing those conditions like water, like sleep, like movement, like sunlight, like fresh air, like good food and good food combining, providing all these necessary conditions for our body to be able to function properly and to heal itself when needed. So I finished this book, it's, it's a short read actually. So today I'm starting another book on food combining. But before that, I'm going to share with you uh, all the lessons that I reviewed uh, for myself uh, to incorporate in my practice and the practice of my clients. Um, So I'm going to share with you the most important takeaways. And pick up the book. It's not the most, like, easy, it's not the easiest treat, it's not probably that well written but it does have those uh, principles that i also notice i notice that they work like when i follow them precisely my digestion gets really, really smooth. And I just have, you know, what's the most important thing actually is not even the digestion that it runs smooth. So, although I do laugh when, you know, after each meal, you just feel at peace in your stomach. You know, there is no like gas or happiness or like, you know, your stomach doesn't get like bloated um, a little bit. Um, but it, after my meals, I like to have energized and ready to go. Like, I like to feel like i'm ready to do burpees right after my meal <laughs> that's how i like to feel after my meals and when i combine my foods well that what happens you know sometimes even uh, like my parents or my friends people who are in one room with me after our meal and i have the ability to like jump a squat sometimes what i do right after the meal i do a few burpees and people like but you just ate Uh, isn't it, you know, uncomfortable and hard, but that's the thing, when we combine our foods well, it doesn't create that heaviness that makes us want to sit down and let our body digest, no, actually we feel pretty energized, uh, and digestion runs really smoothly, it doesn't Cause any discomfort, of course, unless you like ate a lot, a lot of food. But anyhow, guys, the principles of food combining, again, it's gonna give you when you do them a lot of energy after your meals. Then if you have any allergic reactions, if you think that you have autoimmune conditions, if you're sensitive to certain foods, the thing is, it might it might be the case that you're not sensitive to certain foods, but in for You're sensitive to certain combinations of foods. And when you eat those other foods alone, like, for example, dairy products, um, you might be actually okay with dairy products, especially with fermented dairy products like yogurts. Um, But you need to eat them alone without combining with other foods. So it might actually reduce a lot of those sensitivities and allergic reactions. And the foods that you thought you couldn't eat might be actually okay. By themselves, so a lot of energy, um, much less food problems, you know, food sensitivities and other similar reactions, uh, and then as a result, much uh, less inflammation in your body, uh, and also your blood sugar going to be much more balanced, and your body going to get more nutrients from your foods, so less nutrients will be wasted, and in general, you're going to uh, be less hungry and more energetic, and it's going to be much, much easier for you to maintain your um, appetite, your hunger, and your weight loss, your um, the healthy weight that you have. So let's begin. Uh, some of the basics of food combinations. Uh, as we talked previously on this podcast, fruit. Fruit is best when you eat it alone, on an empty stomach. First thing in your day the reason why it's best to eat it first not in between your meals is because when you eat it first thing in the morning your stomach is truly uh, it's truly empty like the digestion is finished but when unless you ate really heavy not well combined meal <clears throat> right before going to bed then probably eating fruit first thing in the morning right when you wake up it's not the best thing either but the best scenario is when your stomach is already empty in the morning and you eat fruit you know of course after you woke up or after you drank your water and did whatever you need to do so your breakfast is fruit fruit alone so you don't eat fruit with anything with something but you eat fruit alone fruit alone and then um give it like 30 minutes And then you can you can eat whatever it is you want to eat on top of that besides that so maybe you have a piece of fruit while at home and then you go to work and you maybe have your meal with you or you have that cafeteria there and you have the rest of your meal maybe like a spinach omelet there or maybe you take it with you. So fruit is best to eat alone. And in between meals, what happens, guys? When we eat something else, like proteins, like fatty foods, so like starch, maybe beans or potatoes, they take time to digest. So if you decide to snack on fruit in between your meals, they're actually gonna mix that fruit with the rest of the food in still sitting in your stomach because it takes much more, uh, many more hours than we think it takes for digest different our meals especially again proteins starch fats uh, they're quite slow to digest and so when you snack on fruit in between meals you're actually just mixing those foods and that can create a lot of fermentation and gas and um, heaviness in your stomach and like you know your pants might get a little bit tighter because just the bloatness in your stomach so fruit again the best time to eat fruit is at the beginning of your day and that's it and you're done with fruit till your next day um, some hygienists even recommend fruit till noon to help your body to like cleanse itself, you know and move stuff out um, and that actually works so moving stuff out so you might adapt it too but uh, the most important rule is eat fruit alone eat it on an empty stomach 30 minutes before you, your other meals and you'll be fine the only thing is to add it seems that acid fruits uh, things like grapefruits oranges lemons leaves, and super acid like if you uh, eat some some acid plums like really acid they do not combine well with sweet fruits like bananas or persimmons or mangoes or papayas or dates so uh the golden rule of food combining is eat your sweet fruit, um, like, again, bananas, either by themselves or with subacid fruits, like maybe berries, maybe sweet cherries, maybe sweet uh, uh, apricots and peaches and all these other uh, fruits. And then super acid fruit, uh, like grapefruit, eat them by themselves or with subacid fruit, like berries. That's the next level, you know. For now, at least do fruit alone first thing in the morning. The next one starch things like beans things like potatoes also semi-starch foods are cooked carrots or cooked beets and there's some more probably but like potatoes sweet potatoes yams beans uh, um, also any sorts of grains like rice no matter like brown or not brown the quinoa buckwheat uh, oats uh, all these grains things <laughs> they are starchy too so starch does not combine well with any protein so be that fish be that meat or eggs or um, cheese and other dairy products so all that starch it's best eaten uh, with green vegetables it's actually the best possible combination because it also helps to um, smooth out your digestion and makes it a little bit more efficient and move stuff you know around a little bit better so starchy foods with non-starchy green and colorful vegetables like all the greens all like kale spinach brussels sprouts broccoli bell peppers tomatoes tomatoes tomatoes, although it's a fruit a acid fruit but yeah actually tomatoes might not be the best combination with starch i forgot about that but other than that um bell peppers uh, broccoli brussels sprouts uh, all these non-starchy vegetables they mix really well with all this starch like potatoes or yams or beans and to the combinations it is not recommended to add additional fats even olive oil or coconut oil Uh, just eat your veggies with your starch by itself or very little oil if any and for sure no protein so again no fish no meat no eggs Uh, that's the best possible combination so if you decide to eat things like Beans or quinoa or buckwheat, they're best combined in a salad or with broccoli, Brussels sprouts, onions, uh, mushrooms, bell peppers. So that's the best combo. Um, I mean, for starch and vegetables then if you want to have something fattier like nuts like uh, avocados like olives like uh, oils olive oil or coconut oil or avocado oil uh, best combined again with salad like salad greens or non starchy vegetables like kale like broccoli like uh, brussels sprouts um, spinach uh, swiss chard uh, bok choy all of these vegetables they combine really well with oils and fats. Um, Then protein-rich foods, like, well, first of all, you know, I'm actually guilty of that. Uh, They recommend to not combine more than one protein food per meal. So if you decide to eat eggs, then eat just eggs. If you decide to eat fish, then eat just fish. If you decide to eat meat, then just meat. For most people, that's the case. For my like case it's not the case i like to combine eggs and liver or eggs and salmon like i like to add eggs everywhere cuz they're so damn good but from now on, I actually will try to eat eggs by themselves and other protein foods by themselves. And protein combines really well with also non starchy vegetables and salads. So, again, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, bok choy, Swiss chard, kale, salads, bell peppers, uh, uh, mushrooms, protein foods like meats and chicken and fish and eggs combine well with those vegetables. But it is recommended not to add additional fat. So, uh, eat protein rich foods uh, with the fats that in them like fatty fish like sardines or salmon for example or even beef you know there is a lot of fat in that meat so eating additional fat is not really a recommended practice and that's also that i do sometimes like coconut oil or extra virgin olive oil and i'm gonna also rearrange that so i just eat my proteins with the veggies and it's also the best combination so protein foods with non-starchy vegetables also helps to move stuff around and digest it properly without causing you any problems now um a- an interesting combination uh, that uh, i learned about that seems to go pretty well for a human digestive system is nuts and cheese So natural cheeses and natural nuts, plus things like salad greens or other non-starchy veg, uh, they seem to go really well together. And sometimes you might even find those salads um, in a lot of restaurants. So like some sort of salad greens, and then some walnuts and some maybe um, the feta cheese on top. So there are quite a few of those salads. So that actually not a bad combination except very often they would add fruit to that and that might set the whole digestive pro- process off. So, but combining nuts and cheese, for example, as a snack also seems to be pretty good. But adding vegetables to that, especially greens, seems to be even more beneficial and helping with the digestion of fats and uh, but in general things like cheese and nuts they are quite uh difficult to digest so eating them by themselves for especially sensitive digestive system uh might be the best practice and not all of the nuts altogether like things like peanuts for example that are starchy but also have a lot of protein a lot of fat uh, they better eaten by themselves unless you extract the oil from that then you probably are okay with adding it to a lot of vegetables. But yeah, cheese and nuts might be an okay combination. And greens, a lot of greens. What else? One protein protein at a meal. They also recommend in the book to eat one starch at a meal, so Uh, What do they mean by that? Uh, Don't combine beans with potatoes. Eat either potatoes or sweet potatoes or yams or beans in in a separate meal. Um, Or don't eat bread with potato. So one starch at a time. Either bread or potato uh, with your salad, of course, ideally with your veggies. And what about desserts, guys? Desserts. um, (laughs) They talk kind of funny about desserts in the book they say because it is a combination of sugar highly processed sugar that does not require any digestion really uh, and starch that comes from flowers. Uh, it is starch plus sugar and they require different digestive processes and so by themselves most desserts is like bad combination for our digestive system and our blood sugar especially. But uh, they say if you decide to eat dessert, uh, eat it alone or with salad. So um, salad and dessert, that's the best possible combination in this scenario. Or skip dessert altogether and just stick with salad. So those are the food combining basics. Practices that I'm going to incorporate into my meals. So for example for myself as I already shared I will this summer not combine more than one protein at any meal uh, I will also eat all of my nuts and seeds by themselves uh, I will also uh, Separate the proteins like fish and liver or eggs from added fats like or olive oil or avocados or or, uh, coconut oil i would put those fatty foods with non-starchy vegetables so those are a couple of things i'm going to be working on through the summer and experiment with so instead of focusing uh, on different nutrients like proteins or carbohydrates or fats or uh, different foods i will focus more on food combinations um, And and then, of course, nutrition, adequate nutrition of those foods, vitamins and minerals, um, all that stuff, and the quality of those foods. But I will practice uh, and experiment with food combining a lot this um, summer. And I recommend you to do the same. Even maybe, you know, one of the best practices and the easiest practices to do is food combining. Just trying to eat all of your foods by themselves. Like, for example, one meal you eat fruit, the other meal uh, you eat some protein-rich foods, like maybe some fish or some chicken, whatever you like. The other meal, you eat some beans just by themselves. And adding uh, non-starchy vegetables to each of those is actually not that bad idea, except for maybe fruit. Uh, Try it. And again, you might discover that you have so much more energy after your meals and a lot of your food sensitivities go away. And you might even drop a few pounds. Uh, no kidding, guys. That might happen because um, what uh, for for many people, what causes weight gain or inability to lose weight is all those inappropriate, um, improper digestive practices, and specifically uh, with when uh, digestive when there is a lot of fermentation and there are a lot of like na- lot of processes that produce toxic substances or um, certain things that do not really work for human body that might actually cause your body to increase inflammation and uh, retain more fat than it naturally would Uh, plus it might that ineffective digestive processes that they might promote fat retention and water retention and um, your metabolism being not that efficient so all of that the combination of that might by the way decrease the quality of your sleep might give you less energy for workouts and uh, might promote more hunger and cravings Uh, and affect your weight loss in many other ways. So, food combining—try it. And if you need any help, if you need some guidance, if you need some advice, feel free to reach out um, via email, Angela. Create yourself that today. Share this episode with other people today, guys, because when we learn together, when we discuss this, when we discuss it, when we talk about it, we learn so much better and remember so much better. Like, I remember things about nutrition so much better because I get to talk to you and explain these things to to you guys. And that's why I remember that information so much better. And I remember it for years and years. So do the same, share it with other people, share it with your friends, one other person uh, also obsessed with nutrition and getting better, eating for the better self. So share this episode with that person, discuss it, see what you'd like to experiment with, practice. And guys, thank you for listening, for staying tuned. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.